What about if Martin would have said, that's too hard? What if Malcolm would have said, that's too hard? What if Fred Hampton would have said, that's too hard? What if Nat Turner would have said, that's too hard? What if Madam CJ Walker would have said, that's too hard? What if Frederick Douglass would have said, that's too hard? What if it, what if what if what if your great grandmother would have said, that's too hard? What if your great grandfather would have said, that's too hard? But what would happen then? Freedom is supposed to be hard until you attain it. What's good? What's good, baby? It's your boy, the Wall Street Trapper. Welcome to episode 51, man. Turn me up. There we go. There we go. Oh, that's, that's how you feel tonight, Tootie? Turn it up a little bit. I, that's my one right there. That's my one right there. Ooh! That's my one. That's how you feeling early? Hey! Hey! Jose, you in too? He early. Ooh! Give me a little more, too. Give me a little more. Right quick, man. Let me drink to that right quick. Shit. Ah. I like that. Welcome to Trapping Tuesdays, man. Episode 51. Such an amazing episode. I'm glad to be here with y'all. I'm 41 years old, man. I'm one week into being 41. Life is good. I'm feeling energetic. I'm feeling, I'm feeling replenished. Mmm, that's a good word. I feel replenished. We are embarking on a journey with Trapping Tudors, man. If you new here, I just want to tell you welcome home. This is the dopest show on the block. This is the place where we are dedicated to helping you build legacy, invest with confidence, and turn your last name into an asset. I want you to understand that this second half of the season, we're going to go on a journey, and I need you to be locked in. Because I'm mashing the gas. My team, we mashing the gas. We came back, when I came back into the States, I came back with a new mindset. I came back, watch this, watch this. I came back transformed, renewed even. Sometimes we gotta separate so we can move forward. And I understand now that the mission we on, man, it's detrimental. It's not just, it's detrimental because, let me rephrase that. The mission we are on we, is important because the state we are in right now as a community and a culture is detrimental. We are in a transition, y'all. And when I say the word transition, I mean, in case you don't understand, we are in a process 
or a period of change from one state to another. So when I say we in transition, we are in a financial transition. We are moving kind of like the Israelites. They moving from Egypt to the promised land, but they got to go through the wilderness. <laughs> we, it's time for us to go through the wilderness. It's time for us to transition. It's time for us to walk in the prosperity that's for us. The problem is we are used to making bricks with no wheat. <laughs> the problem is we used to making bricks with no wheat, meaning we don't got accustomed to doing stuff the hallway. Right, so when we see people building wealth, when we see them investing, we feel like that ain't for us because we are used to doing it the hallway. We are used to building bricks with no wheat, L. And the and the the more the more serious issue is as we walk into the wilderness to get to the promised land, a lot of people ain't gonna make it. Because they found so much comfort in Egypt. They found so much comfort in what America has taught you. You found so much comfort in the blueprint that you've seen fail your mother. The blueprint has failed your father. The blueprint has failed your grandmother. The blueprint has failed you generationally. But what happens is you're anchored to making bricks. Without wheat. Oh, that's hard. I don't, I, I, I don't even think they grasping what I'm saying. I don't think they understand in the concept. You, you are used to trying to build wealth from working a nine to five and you wondering why it ain't working. You trying to build wealth without investing. It ain't working. You try, you keep asking yourself, why am I not moving the needle financially? Because you've only been taught how to work. Your only other idea is, let me get a, another job. Let me try to start another business when America has 76% of the businesses that operate in America, they are on the stock market. You don't got to get another job. You just got to learn how to do more with your money. That's what you got to learn how to do. That's what you got to learn how to do. That's what you got to learn how to do. You got to understand that you can make brick. You can build the palace with the right concrete. You got the ingredients for the right material to build the fortress. You don't got to use the wheat or the straw. Same thing. I can say the same thing. Interchangeable. You don't, you don't got to use that. Right. So what I need without the goal for trapping tools is this is why we this is why we teach the stock market in the streets now. This is why we teach the stock market in the streets now. This is why we put 300 people in a parking lot in on old net in Atlanta, because we realize that we got to go through the wilderness to get to the promised land. We equipped. Here's what I realized that the, the Israelites ain't 
take into account. There's no way that you can walk for 40 years in the wilderness if you ain't equipped. They were so busy complaining, they wasn't even realizing that they was equipped already. They didn't realize that in the daytime, it was cool. And at nighttime, they got warm. They didn't realize manna. They didn't appreciate the manna coming from the sky. They didn't appreciate it. They were complaining. I heard Jake say something this Sunday. Are there not graves in Egypt? <laughs> I said, oh, that's powerful. That's powerful. I need us to understand. I need us to break free from it, y'all. I need us to say, I need you to get away from the idea that trap, my biggest fear is losing money. That's not your biggest fear because every day you spend money on things that don't give you a return. Every week you spending money on things that don't give you a return. So what happens is you're cool with getting the, the instant gratification you are justifying the purchase because of how it makes you feel. That's it. That's it, Jose. Jose, they justifying the purchase because how it makes them feel in the moment. But the reality is, you don't get no return on that money. So your fear is not losing money. That ain't your fear. Your fear is control. Your fear is when you put it in the market, you don't necessarily have control. See, you got control when you spend it on the DoorDash that you ain't supposed to be spending it on. You got control when you put it, when you got all that stuff in your Amazon cart that you really don't need. You got control. You justify it because of how it made you feel in the moment. So you justify that. You justify that. And the crazy part is, after you justify, two months after that, you wonder why your finances have improved, haven't improved. You looking at your bank and like, count like, well, I don't got no money. Looking at your check like, they cut my hours. You, you, you asking people, what's the come up? You coming to people like me, asking me, how can I flip your thousand dollars? I can't. You ain't never looked deep within. The problem ain't the market. The problem is you. You still trying to make bricks without straw. You content. You know it's hard, so you do it hard, and you cool with doing it hard, but yet you want different, but you don't want change. You got to change what you for what you say you want, or you got to change what you say you want. You got to change for what you say you want or you got to change what you say you want. Transition. The process of period when we change them from one state to another. I want you to understand that through strife, through difficulty, 
affliction and extreme commodity. Through it all, we've still been gifted with a unique opportunity of advancement. Because we have more than our forefathers, we have more than our foremothers, we have more than they ever could imagine. We are truly walking in the freedom that people died for. We are truly walking through the freedom that people were afflicted for. We are truly walking through the freedom that people had strife behind. We are truly walking through the freedom that people died of it. We are truly walking through the freedom that people say, I'd rather jump off this boat than to go through the slavery that you're trying to inflict on me and my family. We are truly walking in that freedom. But what happens is it's disguised by so many other different things that we're not taking full advantage of it. We're not taking advantage of it. Why you ain't investing? It's too hard. What about if Harriet Tubman would have said, that's too hard? What about if Martin would have said, that's too hard? What if Malcolm would have said, that's too hard? What if Fred Hampton would have said, that's too hard? What if Nat Turner would have said, that's too hard? What if Madam C.J. Walker would have said, that's too hard? What if Frederick Douglass would have said, that's too hard? What if, it, what if, what if, what if your great grandmother would have said, that, what if, let's, let's make it hit home. What if your great great grandmother would have said, I'm not, that's too hard. What if your great grandfather would have said, that's too hard. What if they'd have said that? What would <laughs> happen then? What, what would happen then? That's too hard. Freedom is supposed to be hard until you attain it. Wealth is supposed to be hard until you attain it. Of course, it's disguised in various forms. But the magnitude, the magnitude of, of this wealth, this wealth exchange is, is immac, immac, immaculate. Therefore, it is imperative that we take full advantage of the now. We have to take full advantage of the now. We cannot afford to squander what is in front of us. The problem is that a lot of us have, we squander so many opportunities. We are so great at letting opportunities pass us by and then we wonder why the wealth gap is truly out of reach. Man, I'm about to say something that a lot of people are going to agree with. Man, I, I was talking to my barber today. We, he was cutting my hair. And I, for some reason, it just came to my mind. I know why it came to my mind because I, I heard about something she's doing on the stock market. And I said, damn, bruh. Man, we just watched Kim K. Kardashian go from a sex tape to a billionaire in about a 20-year time frame. I said, bro, we watched that happen. We, we watched it. Now, whatever, whether you agree with it or not or whatever, we watched it. I said, bro, 
No matter what happens in the world, we are good at watching and not executing. We good at watching. And the, the problem with watching is you watch so long, you become a fan. And then you start saying stuff that it's okay to clap for somebody else. It is. But while you're still executing, stop watching. Stop watching. How can we watch somebody over the course of 20 years go into a billionaire, but yet we watch them and then not, not an inkling in of us says it's time for us to make a move. You watch we watched Kevin Hart go from paper soldiers to now being Kevin Hart. We watched him, and I'm not, I don't got nothing against them. I'm just saying we too comfortable with watching. We watching. We watching and criticizing. We watching and being opinionated. We doing everything but executing. Everything but executing. We watching. And then we watching people set their families up generationally. And all we can say is, it's the government fault that I ain't. It's my mama fault. It's my daddy fault. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to go a little further. I'm tired of y'all blaming everything on trauma. I'm tired of y'all blaming everything. I'm tired of us blaming everything on trauma. Nah, that's the new thing. It's trauma. It's, it's traumatic being black in America. Point blank, period. I was born with trauma. I was born with trauma. Is it a real thing? Of course it is. But some of y'all using it as an excuse. Some of y'all using it as a crutch. I ain't ever had my daddy in my life. Never in my life have I had my daddy. I could have easily fell in with the statistics and been a horrible father and blamed it on, I don't know how to be a father. I ain't had my daddy, but right is right, wrong is wrong. You know right from wrong, you grown. You grown, get some discipline about yourself. Get some focus about yourself. Get some dedication about yourself. Go after what you say you want in life. Stop using this. Stop letting them give you a crutch because they got a PhD. Stop letting them give you a crutch because they say it's psychology. Stop letting them give you a crutch because they say it's there. Stop letting them give you. I don't want your goddamn crutch. It is trauma, but guess what? We're going to work through it. Because I'd rather have trauma being wealthy than to have trauma trying to defend for my life in poverty. Because then it starts to become generational trauma. It starts to become trauma that you pass on. You got to be the pioneer. You got to be the one that say, yep, it is trauma. I'm going to work through it. So now I can raise trauma-free kids. I can raise trauma-free grandchildren. I can raise trauma-free nieces and nephews that don't know what poverty is, that don't know what check the check is, that don't know what mental, physical, verbal abuse is. I can raise kids and nephews and nieces that don't know what that is. You got to be the one to break the damn trauma, not pass it on. Not use it as a crutch. Not use it as a reason. 
You ain't gonna never build wealth because you don't want it enough. Somebody said, trap, what do I do about procrastination? I said, you procrastinate because you don't want it bad enough. Somebody said, no, well, there's scientific data that says, I said, man, screw that scientific data. Do you want it or do you don't? It's simple. Do you want it or do you don't? They give us too many reasons. They give us too many excuses. They give us too many stats. And because the stats coincide with our lack of, we won't hold on to the stat. Well, the stats said, well, the diagnosis said, well, the hypothesis said, well, the thesis said, well, the doctors, the doctor said, I don't care about no doctor. At 11 years old, I'm lying. At 13, 12 years old, you know what they told me? They said the reason why he has migraine headaches is because his brain is trying to disregard what he saw and still be a 12-year-old. We need to give him the medicine. My grandmother said, you're not giving my child no goddamn medicine. He's too young for that. They said, well, the other alternative is uh, we can put him in another environment for the weekends and, and that can help heal the... They put me in an environment for two weeks. I was going by this lady named Broussage. The lady worked for the Volunteers of America. Her husband worked at NASA. I went to their week. They went to their house every weekend for two years and a for a year and a half, and the migraines went away. I don't need the goddamn medicine. I need us to understand this. Do you want it or do you want? Again, we cannot afford to squander what is in front of us. We cannot be distracted by the illusions. We must come to a point where we reconcile our differences and realize that we have one common goal and one common enemy. And together, we are a powerful vanguard that will not ask you for the reparations that you don't want to give me. I'm going to go get it out the market because it's a money printing machine. How the hell Oklahoma going to deny reparations to the last two living survivors of the Black Wall Street? Everybody in their mom know that that was a massacre. How you not giving people reparations? Why? Because America is America that we know they are. America is the America that we all have experienced. They will not change. America is built on the lies, the blood, the sweat, the tears. America don't acknowledge what they did wrong. So why we keep begging America to acknowledge what they did wrong? Why don't we just get up off our butt, go get what we got to get, get the information we got to get, get behind the leaders we got to get behind, stop being distracted, stop being fed the illusions. Why don't we get up and get the things that's necessary that we supposed to have? America going to be America. Now we all on Instagram. Why are they denied the people? Why are they denied the people? Let's get together and give to them then. Let's, let's not let America decide. Let us, every week we pay our tithes. Every week we get to the church. Let's put together collectively and give them as a unit. I'm for that. I'm for that. Let's get together, put a bag together, all the milk, everybody. I'm a six-figure earner. I'm a seven-figure earner. I'm a multi-millionaire. I'm eight figures. All right, cool. I challenge, as all of us put some money together and give it to them then. Let's, all, let's do that. Let's do that. Let, let's do that. 
We, we get to the ice bucket challenge and we get all these other challenges that, that come on the social media. We give to that. Let's, let's, let's do that. I'm with that. Big trap. I'm with that. We got to stop letting America slap us in the face and all we do is protest while they lobby. Get some money in your pocket, you change what happened in America. You, that black dollar is serious. That black dollar creates change, but guess what? Guess what? As long as that black dollar is divided, one ant by itself, you can crush them. An ant pile together, they'll, they'll make you move out your house. One ant, one ant by itself, you crush it. You get a whole colony of them, they'll make you move. They'll make you move. She bought a Wall Street chop, man. Episode 51. Let's go, man. Two day, turn the track up. Let's go, baby. Hey, if you knew the Chapman Tuesdays, hey man. If you knew the Chapman Tuesday, if 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 you just your first time here, welcome home. If you've been here for 50 weeks, ah salute. If you've been here for 40 weeks, ah salute. If you've been here for 30 weeks, ah salute. If you've been here for 20 weeks, ah salute. If you've been here for 10 weeks, ah salute. It's your first time being here. Welcome home, baby. We got room. We got room. Cutting Pete over there somewhere. You did? We, we here. Let's eat. Today. Give me a track, man. It's, it's one of them nights. It will be a three-hour show, goddammit. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, check this out. This is the type of show that changes a whole family bloodline. This is the type of show that that changes your last name to this the type of show that make you motivated, inspired to build wealth. This that type of show that make you go get some money. Yes, sir. This that type of show. We ain't like nobody else. We ain't like nobody else. We got a goddamn tour. We got a tour. August 1st, we in the A, get your tickets. Yes, sir. August 8th, we in H-Town, shipping on four foes. Get your tickets. August 15th, we in the N-O, what's that, partner? We home. Yeah, yeah. Get your tickets. August 22nd, we in L.A. We in L.A. August 22nd, we in L.A. Yeah, yeah. September 26th, we in Philly. Philly, what up? Yeah. New York, we on the way. We on the way. We have something for y'all by the end of this week. Before we get into the show tonight, I want to show y'all something that God put on my heart. Stock market in the streets, it's a new wave. They want to talk to the people. They won't be the leaders. I got a new way of leadership. The new way of leadership is called being amongst the people.
I'm tired of everybody want to call themselves the leaders. I'm tired of everybody want to be at the forefront. I'm tired of everybody that self-proclaimed the big dogs and everybody making money, but everybody behind their phone. How you a leader behind your phone? What if Malcolm would have said he was a leader behind his phone? What if Martin would have said he was a leader behind his phone? Every leader I know, everybody that was for the people that I know was with the people, not scared of the people. And I realized that I was built different because I come from the same mud that they're scared of. I come from the same mud that's too sticky for everybody else. You can't get the shiny shoes dirty. The shiny suits don't get dirty. The gold chains, the platinum chains, <laughs> they don't, you can't wear them in the mud. You dinner. Yeah, I said that. I stand on that. Yeah. The, the, the designer shoes. <laughs> you got to get them muddy. You got to get them muddy. Yeah. The silk shirts. <laughs> it's a little hot in the hood for them. It's a little hot in the hood for them. Yeah. But I'm built like that. I come from that. I ain't scared of that. I can't be never be scared of the same people I'm trying to help. I can't be on these, I can't be on Mark Zuckerberger internet saying I'm for the people and yet the only time I see the people is when I'm charging the people. How that work? How that work? Every time I see the people, I'm charging the people. That ain't for the people. If I'm being real with you, that's some individualistic work. That's, into, that's, that's selfishness. Yeah. So, eight weeks before the tour, we in the streets. Seven weeks, we in the streets. We are the streets. That was one of my favorite lock albums. We are the streets. So, I want to just show y'all something right quick so y'all can know Trap was in the streets. Let's bring it to him right quick, baby. Shakespeare Park, meet us in the streets. 
New Orleans, 615, Shakespeare Park. Meet us in the streets. So if you're in Baton Rouge, if you're in Mobile, if you're in Biloxi, if you're in Slidell, if you're in Homer, if you're in Hammond, Denham Springs, Shellmet, you're in a parish, tomorrow, 6.15, New Orleans time. We in Shakespeare Park. And if you know anything about New Orleans, that's the heart of the city. That's the hood. The gun is out. Just don't bring no grenades. Let's go. That's our trap built. Time to set, trying to set ourselves apart. It's time, it's time to be different. It's, it is what it is. Let me, let me put this out there. Let me make this understood, y'all. This ain't got nothing to do with nobody but me, God, and the people. My team. This is our mission. This is our mission. I want to salute my team because when I get them the vision that's been given to me, all they do is say, we buckling up. All they say is book the ticket. So I want to salute my team for that. Or oh, they said, book the ticket. We rocking with you. So just know, if you're in BR, you're an hour away. New Orleans, 615. Meet me in a trap, man. Let's go, man. Ah! Jose, this might be a three-hour show. This might be a three-hour show. God darn it. Hey, man, listen. Let's start off, if you've been here for a while, if you new here, if you new here, every week we start off with the, with the mantra. It's what we believe in. It's, it's our one of our pillars at being a certified Wall Street trapper. Let's go, y'all. I am a certified Wall Street trapper. I am confident in my ability to make great investments. The stock market is a machine that prints money and I am more than capable of operating that machine. Not only will I free myself, but my family will eat for a lifetime based off the information I apply today. I'm a money maker and a wealth builder. Today I break the chains that anchor me to that poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I have turned our last name into an asset. That's my favorite part, y'all. That's my favorite part, y'all. Today I break the chains that anchor me to the poverty mindset. My ancestors will smile now because I have turned our last name into an asset. My family's purchasing power will increase indefinitely. Today I make the declaration that no longer will I be a slave to money. No longer will a generation behind me and Harry lack. No longer will I submit to selling my time for money. I am a first generation millionaire. I am the architect of my family's legacy. I am a certified Wall Street trapper and Wall Street looks like us now. Woo! Hey man, how y'all feel? 
Jose, how you feel? Amazing. George, how you feel? Ooh. George sounds like he bought that action. He sounds like he bought that action. Brent, how you feel? Obese, obese, let's go. Obese, let's go. Gindy, how you feel? Neil got it. Neil got it. We, we still, we still, we still working on it. Tootie, how you feel? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> My dog said, who the who? Knuckle up, home roots. Who the who? Let's go. El Boogie, how you feel? That's, see, that's, see. That's good for El. That's good. She gave us a little, I'm Gucci, baby. I'm Gucci. She done bring out a designer. Why this, why this, why this? Dave, how you feel? Dave, I with the Woo! Oh, he missing his Isaac with the brown shoes, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, man, we got a lot of stuff to cover this weekend, man. This week. Uh, thank y'all for tapping in, man. Another amazing episode. Let's get it. Jose, we got 2,100 people in the chat, man. Let's salute to that, man. All right, man. Let's do this right quick. Y'all. In the next three minutes, man, let's get... Let's get a thousand likes right quick, man. Let's get us to a thousand likes right quick. Episode 51. And I'm gonna say something, y'all. I'm gonna say something. Today, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. My heart was broken. Jose, my heart was broken. I went and looked at the standings, and we were ranked 89. I don't, I don't. I'm in a bind, Nate. I don't, I don't like the fact that we... I don't think there's 88 shows better than us. Right? I don't think there's 88 shows better than us. So what I need us to do is, everybody that's in here right now, all 2,200 people in here, I need you to like this show. I need you to share it. But then Jose going to put the link in for the pod, the audio experience. And I need y'all to download them, y'all, and follow. If you're on Apple, download it and follow. If you're on Spotify, uh, uh, any of the other channels, I need you to download it. All my Apple people, I need you to go download as many shows as you can and then put it on automatic. I didn't like the fact that we was on, I didn't like the fact that we was number 89, Jose. I'm not going to lie. I feel like every week we come we come with that fire. We don't give them lazy shows. We showing up on my birthday. We showing up on Christmas. We showing up on Thanksgiving. I definitely don't think there's 89 shows, 88 shows better than us. But I fault myself. I'm going to take responsibility on that because I haven't been telling my people, I haven't been telling our people to go download it. So I think I need to do it every day. You know, to remind, because life be getting in the way sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't that they don't want to do it. They're like, man, I'm doing this trap. I'm doing this trap. I forgot, bro. Listen, I want y'all to know something. Every day we drop a show. So this show comes out in the form of two, maybe two hours, three hours. That's the one show that come out Thursdays at five. Friday, Jose dropping another clip. Saturday, Jose dropping another clip. I think he skipped Sunday and he come right back Monday and drop another clip. Tuesday and drop another clip. So we dropping clips on y'all six days out of the week. You feel me? 
and they be 18-minute clips. So y'all do me a favor. Do us a favor. Show us the love, man. Um, that does the show a lot of justice, y'all. Believe it or not, that, that shows us, that does us a lot of justice. And I'll be lying if I ain't say our goals to be the number one show. I, I would be lying if I, at one day we're going to get there. You know, one day we're going to get there. But we need y'all support as well. You know what I'm saying? All right, man, let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. All right, so today, man, we had a good rally today. We had all three indices up. I like that. Um, I will talk about something that I didn't have a slide on um, that was important. I'm not going to get too much into it, but there is a big beef between Facebook and Tesla, right? I'm talking about, yeah, Facebook and, well, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. And, and here's what I want to say. I wrote something down. <clears throat> and, and a lot of people are saying that, you know, A lot of people are saying that, you know, yes, Mark Zuckerberg has, we have amassed, they have amassed over 100 million followers, 100 million people on threads. If y'all not follow me on threads, get me on threads, wall underscore street underscore trapper. I, I be threading. That is, a, that is the best way to communicate with me. It's the best way to, I really, I like it more than I like Instagram because I get to talk to my people. Um, but here's the thing about the threads. Yes, it did amass 100 million users and people saying it, it did it faster than chat GDP. It did it faster than all of these other things. But here's what people are not taking into account. Mark Zuckerberg already had $3.2 billion in the database. So when you think about Netflix, Netflix had to start from scratch. When you think about Disney, it had to start from scratch. When you think about Twitter had to start from scratch. Chat GDP had to start from scratch. Threads already had a 3.2 billion user head start. So all the people, all he did was made it user friendly. He made it easy for you to convert. All you really had to do was download the app. Once you pressed your name, it already said Wall Street Travel. I just slide on over. So it was, it was an easy convert for people. So that was easy. That was easy for us to convert. So what I will say is this, and, and this is the one thing, you know, I, I hear people talking. Here's what I will say. The, the number one reason why you will be successful as an investor is to create your own identity and your own thesis behind a company. I'm going to say this. As much as y'all rock with trap, as much as y'all want to hear what I got to say, here's what I want you to do. I need you to develop your own investor identity. Here's why. Some people say, you know, early on, the, the, the big names and the, the people on Wall Street, even my friend Ian, they all said, Facebook is trash. It's over with. It's down the drain. Now, here's the crazy part. Everybody, you don't, I won't hold that against nobody because no one can get everything right. No one can get everything right. I've got a lot of stuff wrong. I'm lying. I've got some stuff wrong. I don't get a lot wrong when it come to this because I do my own diligence and if I don't have something to say about it, I ain't going to talk on it. But early on, when Facebook was getting punished, here's what I said. 
Don't count Mark out. Don't count him out. I said, don't, don't count him out. And the reason why I said don't count him out is because you can tell the nature of a person when they're under pressure. So here's what he did. And what did I say? I said, yo, Mark is going to adjust. We just got to, we, we got, he going to adjust. And here's my thing to all of us. All of us downloaded the Threads app and we didn't even need instruction. We downloaded the Threads app and we didn't need, we didn't even know what it really did. We didn't need to be convinced. So why do I got to convince you to start investing your money? Why do I got to convince you that building wealth through investing in the stock market is a way to build, is one of the easiest ways to build wealth? Why do you need somebody to convince you to do what you know is necessary to change your life? A hundred million users. Nobody needed to be convinced. It was word of mouth. It was word of mouth. Nobody needed to be convinced. The crazy part was you figured it out. You integrated it and then you added it to your life. Most people now have been on threads more hours in a day than they've read in a book. You've been on threads. I see people not saying this app got me in a chokehold. But when I ask you about reading a book, you say, I, I don't like to read. Just tell me what to do. I just need you to hold my hand. But nobody don't got to hold your hand to thread. You caught on quick. You caught on quick. Everybody talking about Elon and Mark need to fight. That's billionaire beef. You struggling being a thousand there. You struggling being a six figure there. If that's a thing. You struggling being a five figure there. If that's a thing. I don't got time to worry about billionaire beef. I ain't worrying about billionaire beef. Not if I'm trying to get myself. Now, when I'm investing in the companies, because guess what? I own both of them. I own both of them. So I'm going to let them do whatever they got to do as long as they both make me money. I said all that to say, man, we so caught up. It's so easy for us to be, we so easy impressed. We so easily following trends. Well, let's make the new trend investing in the stock market. Let's make the new trend building wealth generationally. Let's make the new trend raising healthy kids that understand. Let let's make that the new trend. Let's stop finding reasons to fight for our fears. We fertilizing our fears. Why are we doing that? 
It's a scam. This is a scam. That's a scam. But as soon as somebody tell us go get on another social media plat, we run to that. That's why you can't build wealth. You on threads. That's too. I ain't got time to do this. I ain't got time to do that. But you already saying threads got you in a chokehold. Your screen time on your phone done went up by an extra two hours since threads been out. Your screen time done went up. Because at first it was just Instagram and TikTok. Now it's Instagram, TikTok, threads. So when you talk to me about procrastination, I'm going to ask you a question. Is it that important to you? Is it that important to you? Are you willing to restructure? Are you willing to rewire? Y'all know what? Wire for wealth. Wired for wealth, meaning eliminating the distractions. Instead of me being on threads for three hours, two hours, instead of me getting up, putting my phone to see how my follower account went up on threads, let me get up, say my prayers, thank the most high because I'm on the list today, and then let me get into a book for a minute. Let me get up an hour early so I can just spend some time with God to get some instruction. Let me spend a little time of my day reading this ebook that I just got. Let me spend a little time of my day listening to this Audible. I don't like Audible books. They're boring. The thread ain't telling you nothing. The thread ain't telling you nothing. All right, man. Moving on, man. <laughs> ah, we talking spicy. Hey, let me get a trap juice for a second, y'all. I ain't never denied it. <laughs> All right, man, let's get our heat check in today. Our heat check, man. Look at this, man. The put call ratio is at 0 0.73. Now, I'm going to be real with you. We haven't seen a 0 0.73 put call ratio since we've been doing this show. Now, just for, just for clarity, I'm dropping nuggets on threads all the time. Just for nugget. The reason why I be on I like that because I'm going to tell y'all why I'm on there. I can't do a lot of back and forth on Instagram. On threads, I can hold a real conversation with you. <laughs> All right, so check it out. 0.73% ratio for the put call ratio. We know anything at one or more tells us we in a what? In a fearful mode. Now watch this. We had 4.3 million calls. We had 3.1 million puts. That's a million and two more calls than puts. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you. We 51 weeks in, we ain't never had a million more calls than puts. Now, why they keep saying recession, 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 while I, we still are in one, I still also keep telling y'all that the market and the economy are first cousins, not brother and sister. The market is a what? Forward-looking mechanism. No, this ain't pre-recorded. What are you talking about? 
episode 15, what we had? We had 0.71? Wow. Look at Jose, man. Episode 15, we had 0.73. That was when, Jose? November 15th. Dang. November, so that's December, January, February, March, April, May, June. That's eight months. That's big. That's big. All right, so let's go a little further. So here's our, here's our heat check. So today, Apple been down. I'm going to be real with you. I'm glad that Apple is going down. I'm glad it's not performing. I got a trick up my sleeve. But, shout out to Jose for the data check. Oh, we got a team, man. Oh, we got a team, man. Hey, we got 1K likes, Jose. Can we get 1,500? We got 2,400 people in here. Can we get 1,500 likes? I would love to get 1,500 likes. All right, so Amazon gave us 1% today. We're going to talk about Amazon today. Amazon putting pressure on some people. We got uh, Google, a half a percent. Meta, 1.15%. NVIDIA slowly creeping. Apple, Microsoft. I want to talk about some today. Before we get into it, DraftKings. Bro, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. DraftKings is killing it. DraftKings is killing it, man. DraftKings is killing it. Um, if you're in a Patreon, I'm going to talk to you about something about DraftKings. We're going to look for something. Um, we, 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 we got, we got, I got an idea. We got a couple ideas that I got. But DraftKings is going crazy right now. I think it spiked about 6% today. That was really, really good. Um, more people are betting. The parlays are going crazy today. The parlays are going crazy. Four NFL players got suspended for betting on games. Four NFL players got suspended for betting on games. Man, you know you can't bet on them games, man. All right, let's go a little further. Fear and greed index. We had a 79, y'all. That means we being real greedy right now. Now, my thing about the market is this, and I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. It's the reason why we set our portfolio up different ways. We want to be able to take advantage of these. We want to have that one-year portfolio where we're taking advantage of this. We want to have that three- to five-year portfolio. And then we want to have that long-term portfolio. We want to be able to take advantage of what's going on in the market. We don't want to keep letting the market make runs and we're not partaking in none of the runs. We're not partaking in none of the runs. All right, man, let's go to the recession portfolio right quick. For everybody that don't know, for everybody that's new to the game that says that, you know, hey, man, Trap, why you don't show this? Why you don't show that? Well, we are 51 weeks in on a recession portfolio, and here's what we notice. Here's what we notice. For 51 weeks, Wall Street Trap has been showing a portfolio. Last year, at the end of 2022, Wall Street Trap beat the market by what? 15.69%. The market was down what? 13% on the S&P 500, 33% on the what? NASDAQ. What that mean? We not only beat the market, we beat all of them. We beat both of them. We also returned about $100,000 last year in the options game. That was pretty good. We did a lot of XLE. We did a lot of Netflix last year. Let's get into recession portfolio. 
All right, first and foremost, no new plays. Remember, I'm at my 10 stock list. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. I will not add any more stocks to this. We will not add any more stocks to this recession portfolio. If I don't swap nothing out, I will keep it the way it is. Honestly, I'm good with it the way it is. All right, so let's go. We got ATKR, they minus $26. We're still up 55000 C-E-L-H, the energy drink. Yo, we are. That one took off. If you're in a Patreon group, you know we got on all these. But also, the Patreon group, I give y'all lottery picks every week. So this week, I put a really good one in there. And I'm going to say something for the Patreon members. The stock that I put at the end of the day, it went from 248, 348 to 356 from the time I put it inside the group to the end of the day. The stock that I put in the Patreon today, that stock went from 348 to 356 by the end of the day. Matter of fact, let me see something right quick. Let me see where it ended the day at. From the time I put it in the group, let me see where it ended the day at. Let me see something. Let me see where it ended the day at. It ended the day at 358. It Today, from the time I put it in the group, it's up today $8.93. It's up $8.93. Nope, it's not meta. We go shopping in, in a group. We go shopping. So we put that in the other day. So I wanted y'all to see that. All right. Um, of course, Costco's my baby. For all of my people in a group that's Rocking with, y'all was panicking about Crocs. It finally turned green for us. It had been, it had been red. We had been down, I had been down much as $4,000 on it. Slowly but surely, it's just been climbing its way out the hole. Slowly but surely, it climbed its way out the hole. There we go. Eli Lilly took a hard fall today, but you know, we still good on that. Lockheed Martin. Of course, Meta gave us $400 a day. Video gave us $300 a day. TPH lost a little bit. VTRX lost a little bit. As you can see, we are up 23% as of now. Let's go a little further. All right. So here's the uh, options portfolio. Google gave us a little bit. We getting, we getting, I'm not going to lie, we getting beat up with Google right now. We rolled it down our one time. Um, we're kind of getting beat up right now on Google, but I, I have faith in it. And I'm going to show y'all why. We got this meta play right here. If you see this black right here, that is a play that I got to wait three weeks before I expose the play. I was in Aruba. I was in Aruba. And I hit, I hit the group. I say, hey, bird call. Go, 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 go. I put the bird call in. I put the bird call in. So somebody said they put the they put Apple on a triple beam, and this was my face. It's all right. So what you gotta realize about the triple beam is the triple beam gives you the value of a company. The value in is different than what's the stock price. Don't trip on that. All right. So we put the bird call in. 
And this option play that we in right here, the first day we put in on it, the first play we put in on it, the first day it rocked up. Gave us that thing shot up. After that, it went down. It went down two days in a row. And then it spiked back up. And then it came back down. And I said, they panicking. I said, I know they panicking. Because they still got trauma from the Google Play. But lo and behold, today it fought and it fought well. As you can see, we up $6,500 in total. And I want you to say this. I want to say this to everybody. I want to say this to everybody that's in the, the Patreon. Every option play we put in, it won't always shoot to the moon. Sometimes we got to fight a little bit. Sometimes we got to fight a little bit. This ain't the first fight we done been in. You know what I'm saying? So this play we just put in, I think this one going, and I will say that this is probably, this play right here that's blacked out, this is probably my biggest play ever. This the this the biggest play ever for me. Um, but I feel like if we if we patient, if we patient, you know, we not day trading. So sometimes we gotta, sometimes it's gonna, we gotta go through a little fight. Which is why we get the leap options the way we do. Sometimes we gotta fight a little bit. Bless us with the play. Nope, you gotta be in a Patreon. That's the purpose of being in a Patreon. I gotta be loyal to them. You know what I'm saying? I gotta be loyal to them. It's the reason you're in a Patreon. Matter of fact, if you're in a Patreon and you done made some money from buy and hold and options, let me see it in the chat. If you're in a Patreon and you done made money, from the buy and hold and the options play, let me see it in the chat. For to get the option plays, you got to be in the master of the triple beam or the triple beam team. But the other, uh, you still get the the lottery pick and you still get the um, the other one. If you're in the Patreon, put some fire in the chat if you've made some money in the options play or the buy and hold. Put some fire in the chat. Let's see it right quick. I see the me. Oh, you putting the money signs? Okay, they put put the money signs then. I ain't mad at it. 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 There we go. There we go. Yes, 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 yes. Me, me, me. Buying hole all day. We trapping. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm up in the buying hole. Yes, sir. I'm waiting on the Google to jump. Yes, yes, yes. Even though Google, yep, 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 yep. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, and if you haven't made money in the Patreon yet. It's because you probably just didn't take advantage of some of the plays. Look, somebody said, man, I'm up 150% with you on some play, Trap. Y'all see the fires in the chat. This is not a gimmick. 
this is not a game. This is not a scam. All them people making money, that can't be a scam. You feel me? So if you made some money in that, man, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. I appreciate y'all for trusting me. Let's go a little further, Jose. Let's go a little further. All right, so watch this. Let's get busy, y'all. Let's get to it. All right, look. Who's swimming naked? Who's swimming naked? Watch this, y'all. In the first half alone, 2023, we've had 340 companies go bankrupt. That's the most companies in 13 years. That's the most companies that have went bankrupt in 13 years, y'all. 340 companies have went bankrupt. Here's what I want us to understand behind that. And this is what I want to get into. I'm going to make some people mad behind this for a second. Um, this is a white boy moment for me for a minute. I want to make some people mad when I say this, right? Watch this. It's easy for somebody to look back now and say, it's easy for me to look back. It's easy for me to, it's easy for me in 2023 to say, if you would have bought this company 10 years ago, this is what you have. It's easy for me to say, if you would have bought this company 20 years ago, this is what you would have. It's easy for me to say that in hindsight. Y'all get what I'm saying? Like in hindsight, that's easy to say. But here's, I did a little homework. And I want to show y'all something right quick. I want to show y'all something right quick. Right? Because every company ain't made for you to hold. This is a whiteboard moment, y'all. Put the whiteboard on the screen so they can see it. Put the whiteboard moment clip on the screen so they can see it, Dave. I like that graphic. I like that graphic. This is a whiteboard moment. And then we're going to get up off it. So I want y'all to see something. Tudor, that's on me because I'm supposed to tell you before I do it. You right. Good job, Tudor. Good job. We work. That's a new, that's something new we transitioning to. I like that. I like that. I like that. So here we go. 2006. Exxon. Mobile, General Electric, Microsoft, Citibank, Bank of America, Shell, BP, and PetroChina. These are the top companies in 2006. These were the top companies in 2006. Watch it again. Exxon Mobil and from in 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 order. These were the top companies in 2006. Right? Exxon Mobil, General Electric, Microsoft, Citibank, Bank of America, Shell, BP. Ex uh, Petro China. Which one of them companies in the top 10 right now? Which one of these companies right now in the top 10 companies in America? Which one of these companies in the top 10 in America? All right, let's go a little further. Watch this. 2017. 
We got, man, I should have did this. I should have did this. My bad. Let me go back a little further. Let me go back a little further. 1995. Watch this. General Electric, ExxonMobil, AT&T, Coca-Cola, Walmart, Philip Morrison, Merck, IBM, Procter & Gamble. So in 95, these are the top 10 companies, the top companies. Right? In 95, these are the top companies. So watch this. Right? So from 95 to 2006, 10, 11 years, which one stayed? So this is a 10-year span right here. This is a 10-year span. The only one from 95, the only one stayed was General Electric. From 95, General Electric stayed, ExxonMobil stayed. Everything else was different. Everything else, I want you, watch what I'm about to talk to y'all about right here. In a 10-year time span, only two out of the eight stayed. And then another one gave, we gave birth. So in this 10 years, 11 years, two out of them changed. Right? Let's see. Exxon, Exxon, Exxon. Yep, everything else changed. Everything changed. So if you had this for a 10-year time period, they're not even the biggest companies anymore. They changed. All right, now watch this. Let's go a little further to 2017. So then you get Apple. You get Google. You get Microsoft. You get Amazon. You get Facebook. You get Burke. All right, so watch this. From 2006 to 2017, one company. One company. One company. So, so, so when you hear people tell you all the time, buy a company and hold it for 10 years, but watch this though. In the process of this, here's some companies that fell off. Sears. Toys R Us. Kmart. Blockbuster. Right? Leggings. Here's what I'm trying to tell you. For every one company that you hold, you don't know the future of that company. You got to always do the homework. You got to understand. I'm going to get to something. I'm going to get to something. I'm going to get to something. Watch this. So in 2017, let's go to 2023. What's our companies right now? Apple. Microsoft. Google, 
Facebook. No, let me do this. Amazon. Uh, Meta. NVIDIA. Burke. Who am I missing? Two, three. Tesla. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right there. Let's just stop right here. From here to here, you've added this. You've added this. You've added this. Why they just swap names? That 10 year span. So watch this. If somebody tells you, well, if you would have held Amazon since 1997, fam, Amazon didn't know there was going to be Amazon in 1997. But if you'd had NVIDIA in 2014, fam, NVIDIA ain't know it was going to be NVIDIA. Then what are we talking about? Stop letting people pump y'all with these hypotheticals, y'all. Companies go out of business. What happened if you'd have been holding Sears and Roebuck for 10 years? You would be broke. What happened if you've been holding Rock Blockbuster? You will be broke. Well, what happened if you'd have been holding Kmart? You would have been broke. What would have happened if you'd have been holding General Electric? You'd have been doing real bad for about the last eight years because the company just turned around and they got a new CEO. Listen to them. Let the market tell you how long you're going to hold a company. Let the market tell you that. Watch this. Watch this. Look for this. Sales decline. Profit decline. Market share decline. Sales decline. Profit decline. Market share decline. Growing debt. Let's go a little further. Y'all got that? Sales decline, profit decline, market share decline, growing debt. If you see this happen, get out. Hold a, be in love with the returns, not the company. I, don't, I like Chipotle, but the minute I start seeing sales decline, profit decline, market decline, growing debt, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. I'm out. I don't care what the name is. General Electric was once the biggest company in America. Sears was once the biggest company in America. They're a shadow of themselves. Ford was once one of the top companies in America. Shadow of itself. I don't care what the name is. Don't you hold nothing for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, 20 years. If it ain't performing, let it go. There's too many companies on the market to do we make money in. Here's what I want you to understand, yo, this real talk. The knowledge evolves. The knowledge evolves. Everybody going to tell you that Warren Buffett is the greatest investor of all time. But it wasn't until Warren Buffett 
bumped heads with Charlie Munger that he changed his whole philosophy. All of these great investment painters are going to tell you the intelligent investor, Benjamin Graham, is the father of investing. Here, what they're they not going to tell you. Benjamin Graham made them great investments during a great depression. He was getting half good companies, getting a little bit out of them, and then getting rid of them. It was called cigarette butt investing. So Charlie Munger went to Warren Buffett because that was Warren Buffett's blueprint. Charlie Munger went to Warren Buffett and said, Warren, that ain't going to work right now. We not in the Great Depression no more. It's better to get an amazing company at a fair price than to get a fair company at an amazing price. What that mean? It's better for us to get some good dope at a cool price than to get some bad dope at a really good price, bruh. I'd rather get the good dope at a good price at an amazing price than to get some procaine because it's dirt cheap. That what that mean. That what that mean. And the minute Warren Buffett made the adjustment, boom, now we got the greatest investor of all time. That's how that happened. Why? Because the information evolves. The information evolves. The knowledge evolves. We can't, I'm not saying they don't have good principles in that, but we got to evolve. Warren Buffett said, I'm not going to never buy a technology stock. Guess what his biggest holding is in his blueprint? A technology stock. You know why? Because he's not in love with the company. He understands this is a game of returns. And he also understands that I cannot get the prolific returns that I'm used to if I don't own some type of technology. Stop letting people give you them all that old information that they don't read in the book. I'm talking about firsthand knowledge right here. That's why I can beat the market last year because I wasn't listening to the old book. I was saying, yo, let me see what the market is rewarding. Let me see. Boom, boom. Okay, let me get this right here. Let me pivot right here. Let me actively manage my portfolio. The problem, we got too many people telling y'all the book information and not the experience information. Trap come from experience. Show me somebody in this game that's going to show you their portfolio from last year to this year and they're whooping the market tail. From the buying hole, and I'm the only one doing the buying hole and options. Not just one, I'm doing both. Both of them. And I come back this year and double down. And guess what? 2024, 3P. That's why. Some things you can't be taught, you got to just experience it. And here's what I wanted people to know and understand. In the recession, I'm going to show you my portfolio every week and we're going to whoop the market. In the recession, while the market down 13%, while the market down 33%, we up 15, we was up 15.6% and then we still cash out 100 some dollars. Buy and hold and options, triangle offense. I'll play this game to win. And if you rocking with me, you're going to play the game to win. So you don't got to have a company. If the company ain't performing for 10 years, get rid of it. The minute it starts showing you ain't performing, get rid of it. Next time somebody say, if you would have bought this, then tell them, shut up. Let me see that you buy it. From now on, matter of fact, from now on, if somebody teach you about investing, make them show you what they're doing. From now on, I don't care who it is. If they shock and they're talking to you about investing in stocks, show me your money. It's like a teacher in school teaching you about business and they ain't never had one. You book smart, but I've been in the mud. 
It's easy for somebody to say, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told you. Well, let me see. Let me see. Recession portfolio every week. Win, lose, or draw. We up there. I stand in front of my wins. I stand in front of my losses. You know why? I'm built for this. It's what I do. I'm the Wall Street trapper. It's what I do. It's what I live. It's what I live. One o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, I'm reading, I'm researching, I'm listening, I'm moving, I'm looking at stocks. I got a list of 300 stocks. I'm moving. Show and prove. Show and prove. I'm going to stand on this. Show and prove that you built like I'm built. My people, if you made money, if trap, if you're trap, trapping, you in the chat. I'm going to make money and my people going to make money. I don't care who you is. We need leadership. We need leadership. Our people need to be navigated, not told what to do, not trying to call people crazy and stupid. Not told. This is what I'm doing, y'all. I'm going to stand in front of it. I'm going to stand in front of it. Sales, profit, Market share, debt. Once they start declining, get up out of there. Let's take a sip. Two that you been on time with that, boy. Boy been in the lab. All right, let's go a little further, man. Woo. Let's go a little further. All right, so watch this. Even with 340 companies in debt right now, watch this. Corporate debt has increased. In 2019, corporate debt was at $9 trillion, 9.9. 2023, it's at $12 trillion. Shout out to my girl, Nat, with the Super Chat, man. Man, Nat just be consistent, man. Shout out to Nat for Super Chat, man. And if you haven't heard her show, For Every Woman, man, definitely go check out her show, For Every Woman, man. It's an amazing podcast. She uplifting women. She building women. She growing women. She helping women get to their bag. You know, she's saying I ain't perfect, but I'm getting it right. She growing. Shout out to Nat, man. Natalie Nicole Smith. We love you over here. Gal. All right, so listen, man. Over the past four years, corporate debt is up 28%, y'all. That's serious. That's serious. Let's go a little further. So watch this. As corporate debt increases, I just want to show y'all a couple ETFs that you might want to get if you want to. I'm not telling you to get it, but these ETFs benefit off of uh, bonds that pay off the corporate debt. So you got the JNK, you got the iShares, and you got the Fidelity. So these three ETFs benefit from companies taking on corporate debt. Now, what I will say is about corporate debt is this. Yo, that is not good. We got companies. Now, here's what's going to happen. 
Because these companies are in so much debt, they're going to have to restructure that debt. And because they're going to have to restructure that debt, that's going to be something. So people are looking for the uh, Patron. I'm about to say for the uh, Patron. I don't know why I was about to say for the Patron. I don't drink. Hell, I don't drink. Shout out to my girl, Ashana, man. She be around all this masculine energy. She just be in her feminine self around all this masculine energy. She got a T-Boss cut right now. No, scrub. No, no, no. Uh. <laughs> El Book, you from Atlanta, huh? What part of Atlanta? Huh? Cleveland Avenue. L Boogie, man. That's my girl, man. She keep me right, y'all. For some reason, L be like, I got to protect you. She said, that's my mission. I don't fight her on it. All right, let's go a little further. <laughs> so watch this. The brick's not moving for the banks. The brick's not moving for the banks, y'all. Let's go a little further. Watch this. Banks are dumping. Go back, go back, go back. Banks are dumping their commercial real estate portfolio. PACW sold $2.6 billion in construction loan portfolio at a loss. Now, watch this, y'all. Did I not tell y'all? Let's go a little further. Did I not tell y'all if you are invested in REITs, Stay away from office REITs and commercial. Didn't I say that? Commercial real estate, y'all. So let me say something to you, though. Now, let me say something. Let me say something. Lashana. Man, shout out to Jose, man. Episode 21, goddamn. <laughs> let me tell you what Jose is doing. Jose is doing that to show me he on his stat. And get what he's saying. Increase my pay. I ain't slow. I catch all the shots. L Boogie, we gonna be getting a proposal real soon. Yeah. <laughs> we getting a proposal real soon. Increase my pay. I got all the stats, bro. I've increased my pay, brother. <laughs> it's knowing it, Jose. It's knowing it, bro. It's knowing it. That's how you do it. Hey, you know you got a dude right to do this. <laughs> You know you got a right to do this. <laughs> when he point at you and laugh, you got it, bro. We, L Boogie, we getting the, we gonna get it. Just, I just think I deserve. I ain't. This is gonna say, ain't really about the money for me. You feel me? I, I just want to add value. I just want to add value. <laughs> Jose gonna say. Jose gonna say. Ain't about the money to me, bro. I just want to add value. Chill. Chill. I just want to add value. All right, let's go. So here's what I will say to all my people. Here's what I will say to all my people. If you really want to truly build wealth, I will say this. Commercial real estate is an amazing investment if you can figure out what to do with it. Hear me again. If you can turn it into something, if, if, if you have the, the financial fortitude, cause Lashana, 
at some point, like next year, I think we need to start trying to look for some commercial real estate because the goal is to take this and put it in 20, 30,000 square feet for ourselves in our name. You feel me? So I think this is going to be, I think we'll be in this situation for about at least a year. So we can probably spend like a million or less on a building and at least probably do like a million in upgrades to it. I think that'd be a good situation. You know what I'm saying? We can get about 20,000, 30,000 square feet. So probably like 2020, in the 2024, 25, that's probably something we should be looking at. You hear me? I think it'd be a good situation for us. Um, but so if you can get some commercial real estate, yo, I'm going to be real with you. It is an amazing time if you can get some, but you got to be. So let me say this. You have to be liquid enough to bear the burden, if that makes sense. You got to be liquid enough to bear that burden because the bank's credit can be good. And once you understand what you're going to do with it, but you got to have a liquidity to make the transformation inside of it. You don't want to go in real debt, but I really do know that you'll be able, because real estate, commercial real estate is such, 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 such a great asset to have. It's just in a horrible market right now. Banks are getting rid of it right now. I'm telling you right now, if you can afford it, if you can afford it, this is a steal. So let's look at it. Uh, Bank OZK, ticket symbol OZK, they have $22 billion in commercial real estate loan. Look, it makes up 71% of their portfolio. Uh, Glacier Bank, GBCI, $15 billion. Valley National Bank, VLY, $48 billion. New York Community Bank, $82 billion. Um, Home Branches, $14 billion. Listen, MNT Bank, $131 billion. Uh, 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 Key Corp, $131 billion. Uh, 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 right here, Truist Financial, 329 billion. PNC Bank, 326 billion. Huttenberg, 121 billion. In real estate, in commercial real estate. Guess what? People dumping them. People dumping them. And guess what that means? They for sale. For the low. This way your negotiation skills gonna come in at. This is where group economics comes in at. If you, if you, if you, right, let's go a little further. All right, so watch this. The more assets, the better. So I want to talk to y'all about this right quick. The largest ETFs buy total assets. Now, this is important for you to understand. So look at this. This is important for you to understand. This is a good damn graphic too, Steve. Look at this. The SPDR uh, has $417 billion. $417 billion in assets. iShares, $334 billion in assets. Vanguard, $323 billion in assets. Vanguard Total Stock Market ETF, $308 billion. And Vesco QQQ, which is the NASDAQ, has 201 billion in assets. These are your biggest ETFs that's out right here. These are your biggest ETFs that out right here. Go a little further. 
So I want y'all to see this. This is how the indexes have performed um, year to date. So the NASDAQ is up 30%. As of today, 30.76%, right? Watch this. The S&P 500, 14.85%. The Dow Jones is up 2.4, Damn, I should have put the Russell up there as well. My bad, y'all. So the reason why I'm showing you this, let's go back one more. The reason why I'm showing you this is if you are a new investor, you can, boom, here's your lick. Here's your lick. If you're a new investor, here's your lick. Biggest ETFs in the game. We ain't got to go too far. If you're new to the game, let's start here. All right, let's go a little further. Boom. Right here. Get you the QQQ. Get you the S&P, SPY or VOO, you good. You feel me? Somebody said he up 26% year to date. Let's go, man. I love it. All right, let's go a little further. So watch this. So that's supposed to be month to date. My bad. So right here, um, yep, month to date. For, it's supposed to be month to date right here. Um, the NASDAQ is down 0.74% in July. The uh, S&P is down 0.92 in July. The Dow Jones is at down 1.36 in July. That's supposed to be month to date. Month to date, meaning from the beginning of the month to now. Don't take that year to date on there. It's supposed to be month to date. I apologize. Let's go a little further. I sent Steve the wrong thing. All right, watch this. So here's what I want y'all to understand. Here's what I want y'all to understand. It's a white boy moment. It's a white boy moment. It's a white boy moment. Throw the white board up. Boom. Let's go. I got you this time, Tootie. Come on the screen, put, put that, that next slide, put it up, but put it on my slide screen, not on the other screen, you hear me? All right, let's go with it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go, here we go, here we go. So this is a white bull moment that I want y'all to understand, right? This is a white bull moment that I want y'all to understand and I want y'all to see right quick. Uh, I want to have a moment with y'all so y'all can see this. Uh, I want to do this right quick. Let me do this right quick on camera. This is important. I'm about to show y'all something. So right now, the NASDAQ is about to rebalance. So the NASDAQ is about to rebalance, which means the QQQ is about to rebalance. So I want to show y'all something right quick for all my people. How many people in the chat that look at y'all invested in QQQ? How many people in the chat invested in QQQ? Let me see you in the chat if you invest in the QQQ. 
Or if you know what it is. Let me see it in the chat. Got a couple in there? All right, cool. All right, so watch this. So when we look at the QQQ, I'm going to put this out here for y'all. So I'm about to draw two stats for y'all so y'all can pay attention to what I'm doing. Hear me out. Hey, y'all, tell me who got, who got a dope show on the block, man. Who going to do this for y'all, man? I take my time so y'all can really understand how this game played, man. All right, so watch this. So QQQ. All right, we'll do this. All right, so right now, watch this. Microsoft. We'll go just the top ones. Apple. Amazon. NVIDIA. Tesla. Meta. And we're going to do this. G-O-O-G-L-G-O-O-G. So watch this. 3.76. 3.66. We're going to draw a line. Meta. 4.20. Going to draw a line. Tesla. 4.24. We're going to draw a line. NVIDIA. 6.8. Eight zero. We're gonna draw a line. Amazon six point eight two. We're gonna draw a line. Twelve point four six. We're gonna draw a line. Twelve point eight nine. All right. So here's what happens. So these are the top companies in the QQQ. These are the percentages in the company. So let's say if you had $100, 12% of your $100 will go to Microsoft, 12% will go to Apple, 6% will go to here, uh, 6% will go here, so on, so forth. That will make up your whole $100. Everybody understand that. What happens is these companies are so heavy. Now, the thing about Google is Combined, Google makes up about, let me see, that's six, seven and six is 13, carry to one, six. So Google together makes up 7%. But remember, you got Google A and Google C. One has voting rights, one doesn't. So everybody in the top own has more than 4%. So here's what they're about to do. Here's what they're about to do. They're about to rebalance it with a new rule. So what they're about to do now is they're about to take one. They're about to go. They're about to take Microsoft. Let me do this. They're about to take Microsoft down by 1.8. They about to take Apple down 1.7. They about to take NVIDIA down 1.0. 1, 1. They about to take Amazon down 1.0. 1. All right, so what they're going to do now is they're going to restructure these. Everything that's over 4%, 
they're going to drop them down. So let's say now they might make Microsoft 10%. Or they might make Microsoft 8%. Let's say they make Apple 8%. They might make this one Amazon. They might make Amazon 3%. Or they might make Amazon 4%. They might make NVIDIA 4%. They might make Tesla 3%. They might make Meta 3%. They might make Google you know, 2%, 2%. And then what they're going to do is everything underneath them, everything underneath them, they're going to take this, they're going to take this 4%. They're going to take this 4%. They're going to take this 2%. They're going to take this 2%. They're going to take this 3, 1%, 1%, 2%. They're going to take these and redistribute them inside of the other shares. So they're going to take everything under 4%. So they may take the next stocks under Google. The reason why they're doing that is because they're saying these stocks right here have too much pull on the index itself. Y'all with me? They're saying these ones right here, they got too much pull on the index. Now, what they want to do is they want to give the other companies like Broadcom, Pepsi, uh, the other companies inside of there, they want to give them better opportunity to actively participate in the performance of the index. Am I making sense? You feel me? Now they not they still gonna be the biggest holdings. So now maybe next I think they're gonna do it this month. Now we're gonna get to see, we're gonna have to go back into QQQ. Jose, remind me, Jose, to come back to this. Remind me to come back so I can see what the redistribution is. Remind me to trap, check the redistribution, trap, check the redistribution, trap, check the redistribution. So I'm gonna screenshot it right now so I can know it. So remind me to check, keep checking the redistribution. You hear me? So we're going to come back and see how they redistribute it. And then we'll know where the rest of it went at. Right? Because what's happening now is if these two do bad, typically this is going to be down. Because now you're talking about something making up what? 9, 5, 8, 12, 8, 4, 5, making up 25% of the got doggone thing. So now if you get these three doing bad, you think I'll be down 1%. So they want to re, re, you know, rebalance it and take the percentages and move it around. So by, the, uh, by next month, we'll see what that look like. You feel me? So we want to check that redistribution, Jose. Make sure you track, you know, probably like by the end of the month, we'll check it, man. Let's, let's give a hand, let's give a round of applause to Gindy and, um, Gindy and B. <laughs> give round of applause for Gindy and B because when we got a white boy moment, they go run to the white boy, man. Good job, fellas. Good job, fellas. All right, let's go a little further. Here's why. They're redistributing it is because the growing role of passive investing, more investors get exposure to the sectors using the ETFs and the most rebalancing is causing negotiation and the weights. So, now, 
every every ETF have a has a rebalancing every so many months. It's just what they do. You know what I'm saying? It's what they do. Uh, so as they rebalance and as they move things around, we'll we'll get to see how that looks. Let's go a little further. All right, man. So Amazon is causing a shipping problem. They're putting a lot of pressure on people, man. So as we know, man, Amazon Prime Day started today. Um, and as expected, man, Amazon Prime Day is always a huge day for Amazon Prime. Sales always go up. Here's what happens, though. The other companies, uh, <laughs> Target has what's called Circle Week from July 9th to July 15th. Walmart has July 10th to July 13th. And uh, July Black Friday and Best Buy. Now, this is all because Amazon is applying so much pressure with Amazon Prime Day. Right? It's a day where they give their people discounts. Let's go a little further. So here's how Prime Day has been going worldwide. 2019, uh, $9 billion in US and US sales, $6 billion worldwide. Um 2020, 2021, last year they had $7 billion in U.S., $11 billion worldwide. This year they're estimating $8 billion in U.S. sales and almost $13 billion worldwide. Now, here's the issue behind that. The issue behind that is right now, Amazon is killing, Amazon is Killing the competitors because of what it costs to ship. Before the average person can get a free shipping with anybody else, it costs them about $64. You got to spend about $64 before you can get free shipping. And because a lot of the other companies don't have those distribution centers everywhere, Amazon is able to get product to you same day, next day, and that is truly killing the competition. So go back a slide. Walmart, Target, Best Buy. They was like, you know what? It's not a coincidence that they all either start a day before Amazon or two. It's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. You feel me? The cost of free shipping in retail is raiding spending minimums. So now, because Amazon has it so close, like Amazon gets you their stuff the right day, the next day. Everybody else trying it, but they can't because they don't have those centers that's right there by you. This is truly putting Amazon. So I want to talk to y'all about something. Damn, I shouldn't. Damn. Look at the white boy one more time. Get the white boy one more time. Let me get the white boy one more time, y'all. I want to break something down to y'all, man. Damn. My bad, fellas. I should have. I didn't know this was the next slide, bro. I know y'all tired, bro. <laughs> Gindy, getting the arms right, baby. Get them arms right, baby.
let's go. I want to show y'all something. I want to show y'all something. I want to show y'all something. It's important for y'all to see. Watch this. Value chain. Write this down. This is how I come to give you value. First, R and D. This stands for research and development. Next, supply chain. Give y'all a framework. Next, operations. Next, sales and marketing. Lastly, Sales and service. I want y'all to I want y'all to write that down. I want y'all to write that down. <laughs> All right, I want y'all to write this down. Research and development is what it costs the company to deliver the product to us. Like you want a company that has, this is a, this is a value change, right? This is a value chain. I want you to understand this is a value chain. This is a value change. So the research and development is what it takes a company to come up with a product and bring it to, my bad y'all, I apologize. I told all my people turn their phones off and I ain't had mine off. I apologize. Team, that's, I'm responsible, team. I need to be penalized for that. All right, so what it takes to bring something, the idea they want to bring it to market. Next, what does it take to get it to market? Supply chain. What does it take to get it to market and get it delivered? Next, operations. What does it take for to have it in operation and functionality uh, from the company in itself? Sales and marketing. What is it going to take for us to market and brand this out there? Last sales and service. This is the supply chain. Why am I talking about this right now? Because what Amazon has decided to do is inside of this operational change, they have become vertically integrated. Inside of the operations chain. So research and development is prime what does it take to bring this idea to life? 
What does it take to bring this to life? Supply chain is how do we not only bring it to life, but now how do we get it to the consumer? Operations, now once we get it to the consumer, now we're talking about the overall product. How does it perform? How does it do well? What does it take from the back office standpoint, right? These are the people that gets it to there. How does it, from a back office, front office part, sales and market it? How do we market it, brand it, put it out? That's so people can know how to get it. What is the end result? Well, what, what, what they did is, in the, in the operations point, you had to put in, well, between operations and supply chain, you came with delivery as a component of Prime. So what they did was UPS, FedEx, what's the other one? DHL, Amazon said, we'll cut y'all out. We'll cut y'all out. It became vertically integrated, so it added a component. This is a great what? Value add to the chain. Why? Because now, next day, or same day becomes the new norm. Here's what I want you to look at when you look at a company. When your company has a product or service, do they become the new norm? So watch this. Example. Everybody who have iPhones, if somebody texts you with a green dot or a green bubble, you look at that like, this is not my norm. I'm not even throwing shade at nothing. I'm just keeping it real. If you have a if you have an iPhone of your Apple product, is this the new norm for me? Right? Watch this. If you have delivery, the new norm now is can I get it the same day or can I get it the next day? It's the new norm. New norm. Instead of coming into the office, do I do it via Zoom? New norm. Does your company that you're investing in provide or accelerate a new norm? If it does, that is a company worth looking toward. If a company you invested in is vertically integrated, meaning no outsourcing, everything insourced, new norm. I need us to understand that. So what Amazon did was, in the value chain, They cut that out and said, we are the new norm. Tesla, electric vehicle, they are the standard. And we see it. So when looking for a company, are they vertically integrated at some part of their operation 
And are they a part of accompanying or are they the new norm? Last time, fellas. All right. Let's go a little further. All right, man, so here's what I want you to understand right here, man. Billionaires are taking profit. Listen, there's nothing wrong with taking profit, y'all. I need you to understand that, right? Hashim, I'm about to kick you out of my, my chat, bro. Hashim, I'm about to kick you out of my chat, bro. Real talk. Get out of my chat, bro. Talking about accepting the fact that the saints are trash. Bro, get, the, get out of my chat. Get out of my chat, dog. Don't never come back. <laughs> That's my guy. All right, right here. Billionaires taking profits. Listen to me, y'all. Listen to me well. Listen to me well. $9 billion in shares have been sold in the first half alone. Never feel bad about taking profit. $9 billion in shares have been sold in the first half alone. Never feel bad about taking profit. Never feel bad about taking profit. Right here, Larry Ellison, CEO of Oracle, this year sold, year to date, $848 million in stocks. He cashed out. He cashed out. Year to date, Larry Ellison sold $848 million worth of stock, and he still got the goose laying eggs. Go a little further. Uh, the CEO, uh, I forgot the, I, I can't pronounce her name, right? I can't pronounce her name, but she's the co-CEO of Oracle. Guess what? Year to date, $470 million in stock sold. She took profit. She took profit. Go a little further. Go a little further. Right here. CEO of Moderna, year to date. $302 million in profit sold. Go a little further. Right here. Co-founder of Apollo, $210 million in profit sold. And they still got stock working for them. So what's something that Trap always tell us? Sell the eggs but not the goose. Let the stock run. Sell the eggs, not the goose. Trap, should I take profit? Has the goose been laying eggs? But y'all, y'all got to realize the difference. Here's the difference. You only own 10 shares. What are you taking profit for? You only own five shares. What are you taking profit for? These people selling 200 and something million dollars worth of shares and they still got billions of dollars of shares there. They still got enough. Listen, the goal is to reinvest dividends and have enough stake in the business to when you take profit, you still got a whole lot of geese in the farm. That's the goal. 
That's the goal. That's the goal. You got five shares. Chap, should I take profit? Why? You ain't gonna never build wealth like that. Chap, I got 20 shares. Should I take profit? Why? You ain't gonna build, you ain't gonna get no money like that. The game is built. Get out of that limited mindset. Get out of that scarce mindset. Your goal should be, yo, I need to get a thousand shares. I need to, I need to get enough shares that when I take profit, I'm seeing six figures. Man, trap, you ever take money out the market? Why? 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 I ain't got, I ain't nowhere near 200 million yet. I ain't near 10 million yet. 20, I ain't near that yet. What am I taking profit for? Trap, can I take profit? Why? Say, Trap, can I take? No. You got five shares. What you want to take profit for? Grasshopper? Let's go a little further, man. All right, man, look. Kim Kardashian is in talks to buy back her minority stake in Cody, the beauty company formerly known as KKW Foundation. Now, Kim Kardashian, when she sold her 20% stake, um, the company's worth $1 billion. The company is now up like crazy, and she wants back in. She wants back in. She is in her billionaire status. She is already worth one point something billion dollars. 20 years ago, she was on a sex tape. Now she's a billionaire. No matter if you like it or not. No matter if you like it or not, you watched her become a billionaire. Here's what I want you to understand. People going to talk about you either way the cup go. You might as well go get your money. They're going to talk about you when you're doing good. They're going to talk about you when you're doing bad. Go get your money. Go get your money. Go get your money. We're going to have a lot of weight. We're going to have a lot of stuff to say. But guess what, yo? People going to talk about you regardless. If you're doing good, they're going to talk about you. If you broke, they're going to talk about you. Listen, here's what I will say. He who cast, he who is without sin cast the first stone. I can't throw rocks at nobody because I'm living in a glass house my damn self. <laughs> Let's go a little further, man. Let's get take to a commercial right quick. We the only one doing live show with this much production. Like we bar none, we just different. We not in competition with nobody. To see somebody that looks like us talk about stocks because I had never seen that before. You know, we buy during the drought and a recession is the best time to buy. We got to understand that we are more than consumers. One share at a time can change your life. What we doing? What we doing? We're printing money, baby. Hey, 
man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, get your tickets, man. Get your tickets. You know what I'm saying? Get your tickets, man. Listen, this is going to be amazing. We got the content loading up. This is going to be amazing, man. Um, this is my first time on tour. Um, this, 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 I'm, I'm excited about what we're going to bring to each city. I'm, I'm excited at knowing that coming to this, you are going to learn and leave equipped and not just be motivated. Uh, I understand that we are comfortable with sitting in our house, but I ain't going to lie. I'm getting y'all out the house. We got to get outside, man. So check it out, man. Click the link. Uh, Jose dropping the link, man. Get your tickets. Houston, let's go. Man, let's go Philly. We're going to have what? New York this week, L? We'll have New York this week. New York, I'm excited. I know we our timeline going to be small, but I still think we can still sell out with seven, eight weeks. You know what I'm saying? So let's go LA, New Orleans. Let's go, man. All right. This segment is called Learning Lingo, man. This segment is all about helping you understand how to break things, words down that you hear. So this Learning Lingo is none other than Capital Exponential, better known as CapEx. Money spent by a business or organization on acquiring or maintaining fixed assets such as land, buildings, and equipment. So a lot of companies will have CapEx spending. That's the money that they spend on improving the business, fixing the assets, and they can use that money as a great write-off for the business. So when you hear the company's production talking about CapEx spending. When you're listening to CNBC and they're saying, well, CapEx spending, a CapEx this, a CapEx that. Know that CapEx means the money that they get to use to upgrade the business and it be a write-off for the business. Let's go a little further. All right, let's get to it, man. One of the favorite parts of the show is when I had a trap hotline. Let's go. What's good, Trap? My name is Kente. Uh, firstly, I'd like to say thank you for all the game that you've been giving out, man. It helped me on my wealth building journey, so I appreciate you for that. Uh, my question is, though, with the options that we're doing, how do you determine, like, what criteria do you have for determining if we're going to use a in-the-money, deep-in-the-money uh, trade or if we're going to use an out-the-money trade? Um, I just finished the course and I don't recall you saying which way, you know, we do that. But that's my question. Uh, salute to you. Shout out to all the trappers. Shout out to the whole Wall Street Looks Like Us Now platform. I appreciate you. What's good, King? Hey, you in that truck. I need, me, I need you to be a money printer. You hear me? I need you to, you in that truck. Get that truck money, young King. Uh, for the most part, everything I do is going to be out the money. Um, everything will be out the money for me. I gave the in the money because I know there are some people that may be more risk averse and they still want to play the game. Um, so they'll go in the money. Uh, but for me, everything I do going to be out the money. Everything that I give us in the Patreon as well is going to be out the money. In the money is more so for people who want to be more risk averse, 
Um, they want they don't want to take that. They're taking some risk off to the table by buying it with the with some profit already baked in into it. Good question, King. Let's go. What's good, Big Trap? It's your boy Alex. I know you use the S&P 500 as your saving account. I was wondering, would you ever consider using the NASDAQ or the Dow Jones as an alternative? Thanks. Peace, brother. What's up, brother? I appreciate you for having your Wall Street look like us now shirt on. I got my shirt on too. Feel me? <laughs> oh man. All right. So King, here's my, uh, here's my thesis behind that. Um, because the S&P 500 has 500 companies in it and I get the overall market that's why I use it. Uh, because the NASDAQ doesn't have all of the companies and because the Dow Jones is typically, you know, is a smaller ver variation of it. Uh, that's why I use the S&P because it's called the big board. The big board meaning it has the biggest 500 companies. So that's why, that's why I use the S&P 500 as my savings account, brother. <laughs> I, I, I like that guy, man. Let's go, Jose. Hi, Trap. This is Kim. Thank you so much for taking my question. Uh, it's a two-parter. With the NASDAQ 100 rebalancing this month, do you project that there will be selling pressure and or dip in value, which may be an opportunity to buy? And as for options held with the Magnificent 7, should we be prepared for a temporary dip in value because of the rebalancing? Thank you so much for taking uh, the question. I really appreciate everything you do. Run that bag again. I want to make sure I hear it real good. Hi, Trap. This is Kim. Thank you so much for taking my question. Uh, it's a two-parter. With the NASDAQ 100 rebalancing this month, do you project that there will be selling pressure and or dip in value, which may be an opportunity to buy? And as for options held with the Magnificent Seven, should we be prepared for a temporary dip in value because of the rebalancing? Thank you so much for taking uh, the question. I really appreciate everything you do. All right, I wanted to make sure. First of all, that background, cold-blooded. I got caught up looking. I thought you was, I about to say, man, where you live at with that background, queen? Put me on, you know what I mean? Um, so yes, anytime there's a rebalance, we definitely will see a slight drawback but unlike, unlike quadruple winching, where options contracts expire, we're just seeing them move around some things. Um, so definitely we will see a temporary, I think we'll see that because this, uh, remember they do it four times a year, three, two, three, three, four times a year. I think we will see some drawback on it because of that. Um, and as far as options, yes, we will. Um, I want to, that's one of the things, um, that's one of the things that I'm looking for. Um, you know, earlier I said I got a little trick up my sleeve. I want to see, 
um, if that gives us an opportunity in a few things in QQQ, and I want to see how it affects XLK. If I'm being honest with you, um, I think I think I see I think I have an idea, but I don't want to guess. So I want to see how it affects QQQ and XLK moving forward. Great question, Queen. Queen, I do think we'll see some small, a small, nothing major, but enough to us we can see it. I do think I think we'll see that. Let's go a little further. What's up, family? Just want to give a special shout out to all my trappers, especially my Carolina trappers, because you know we stay cooking in the live from the kitchens. And um, so my question is, trap, how do you go about? forecasting the future economics of a business that you're evaluating um, because the three I guess categories that I like to break down my fundamental analysis um, it's basically one management um, competency two future economics of the business and three the price of course so the one that I'm you know really struggling with is the uh, you know how do I forecast you know the future of the business um, in the marketplace so um, yeah holler me Good question, man. Shout out to my Carolina Trappers. That's in um, Trappers Anonymous. Amazing group. If you want to learn, you know, just the fundamentals. People always ask me, Trap, um, what's the difference between Trappers Anonymous and the Patreon group? Well, if you... Jose, did they allow us to combine them yet? All right, not yet. Um, well, in Trappers Anonymous, it's more about teaching the fundamentals. So I owe them two, I got to work on their two posts for today. I owe them a ticket Tuesday and a moat Monday. I'll put it in the group tomorrow. Um, so in Trappers Anonymous, we focus on fundamental investing. That's what we focus on. Um, we focus on understanding businesses. We focus on finding moats in companies. We focus on researching companies. We're focused on, on Sunday. Every Sunday we do like a two-hour group where we just talking and we, you know, we, we doing presentations. This week we had a great presentation um, where we ask questions. Um, you, present, you present and you break it down. Um, and the Patreon, I don't do no teaching in the Patreon. All I do is just put the players in there. If you're in a triple beam or the master of the triple beam, you get the option plays, you get the breaking down a brick stock price, you get the lottery pick stock price. If you're in a lottery pick, you get the stock price for breaking on a brick. You get the stock price for the lottery pick. If you're in matches of the triple beam, this month you'll be getting your quarterly 10 stock checklist and you'll be getting your, we'll be doing our call. I got to see when we're going to do our call. I got to see when we're going to do our call because I owe y'all a July call for once a month. Um, I got to get an opening day to see when we're going to do that call. So that's how you get that. All right. So question. Uh, easiest way to answer that question is one, a discount cash flow analysis. And the one thing I'm looking who I can tell that is by looking at free cash flow. Free cash flow gives me a good idea of the economics of a business. If a business can continuously grow their free cash flow or the earnings yield, those things will help me a lot. Also, operations. Operating margins. Um, the reason why I free cash flow because that's the money left over from operations and operating margins. <laughs> why? Because this is the money that the company's making strictly off of operations. 
strictly off of operations. And because when we look at a business, we can look at earnings, which consist of everything the business is bringing in. But anything that is dealing with operations only, I'm only focusing on the operations of the business. So those are the two things that I definitely look for. Free cash flow and operating margins. King, salute. One of the things that can also help you is um, the ICR or the interest coverage ratio because if a company has debt, it can tell you how good the company can pay the debt off or the interest on the debt from operating cash flow. So I hope that was a great, um, I hope that was great. That was a great answer for you, King. All right, let's go a little further, man. What we got? All right, man, y'all know what this is, man. Flush it up, flip it, man. Let's get into it, man. This segment, Flush it up, flip it, is brought to you by none other than stock market in the streets, man. Hey, listen, New Orleans, tomorrow, 6.15, meet us at Shakespeare Park. Make sure you share that as many times as you can. Atlanta showed out. We had almost 300 people in the parking lot with a one-day notice. New Orleans, my city, my city. Leave the guns, leave the knives, leave the grenades. Bring the pen and the pad. Get your opera pass that day. Get your opera pass that day. They say we can't police ourselves. They say we act like animals. They say we can't go nowhere without killing each other. They say we can't go nowhere without fighting. They say we can't go nowhere without acting crazy. I want to show them something different. I want to show them something different. They keep saying, it's dangerous, it's dangerous. I'm like, yo, we good. If we keep using that as an excuse that it's dangerous, how do we then create change? Of course it's dangerous. There's no, there's no, there's no resources. Of course it's dangerous. How do we come in, implement resources? How do we chip it away little by little? How do we chip it away little by little? How do we give hope? How do we give e tools? How do we equip? We do it little by little. Little by little, we create change. Little by little, we give ourselves, little by little, we give ourselves a breath of fresh air. So I'm going to all the hoods. I'm going to keep it real. We're going to leave. I'm going to just, can I say it, Jose? I'm going to leave. We leaving New Orleans. The next day, we're going to Houston. We leaving Houston. The next day, we're going to Dallas. We leaving Dallas. The next day, we're going to LA. And then we coming back to Atlanta to do Trapping Tuesday. Because I want to represent the change that I want to see. And if we keep saying, I ain't going to the hood. If we keep saying, it's dangerous in the hood. If we keep leaving ourselves to fend for ourselves, how can we ever see progress? How can we ever see progress? We was on Old Net in Atlanta. Guess what? They was like, bro, you was on Old Net? Guess what? They had shooters out there. Guess what? We know dudes had their pistols. We was like, hey, bro, not today, bro. Guess what? They was like, respect, trap. We lying, Jose? Dudes got their burners on them. We like, not today, bro. They like, respect, trap. We ain't doing that. We ain't even on that. We ain't even on that. 
I'm paying for my team. I got to pay for flight, hotel, food, all that, and pay. Guess what? We on a mission. We on a mission. Because we done got too fancy talking behind the cameras saying, I want to be the leader. We are the leaders. And all you doing is on live. All you doing is behind cameras. All you doing is taking pictures. You won't be seen. That's the problem now. Everybody want to be social media influencers, but nobody don't want to be revolutionaries. Everybody want to be influencers. Everybody want to be leader. Everybody want to be fake leaders. Everybody want to have drip, but nobody don't want to be revolutionaries. So when I looked at Malcolm, when I looked at Martin, when I looked at Fred Hampton, when I looked at Jesus, when I looked at Muhammad, when I looked at Noble Drew Ali, I'm not comparing myself to none of these men. All I'm doing, all these women. When I, when I looked at Sojourner Truth, when I looked at these, Harriet Tubman, when I looked at them, all, I saw them with the people. They weren't on the internet. They were holding hands. They were in the trenches with the people. Some people gonna come on their own free will. Some people gonna put a pistol to their face and say, bring your butt on here. Ain't no turning back. But they was with the people they wanted to help. I ain't saying I'm none of these people. All I'm saying is when I looked at what they did and I looked at the DNA, I realized that they wasn't away from the people. They was walking with the people. So for me, I won't go walk with the people. I won't go walk in the trenches. I won't go walk because I wish when I was in the trenches, I had somebody to come in and say, hey, bro, don't do that like that. You you doing a Hey, sis, queen, come here, come here. Get off that pole. Come here. Invest that money so you can buy it. Listen, king. Don't go waste your life. Let me show you how to do this. I ain't had nobody to tell me that. Some of the people we going to right now, they don't got $5,000. Some of the people we going to right now, they don't got $10,000. They don't got $8,000. They don't got $6,000. They don't got that. They can't pay for the VIP. You got The VIP is them leaving out their house, coming to you and writing in a notepad because it's hot in the house. They got the box fan in the window. The edges went out. They're making real life decisions. It ain't that they don't want to come to the tour. It ain't that they don't want to come to the conference. But the, the, the life is real. The, the paycheck to paycheck is real. It's real. School time coming up. I might can't buy the tickets. I won't come. School time coming up. I, gotta, I got to spend my last few pennies on school. I bet. I'm going to come to you then. I'm going to come to you then. I'm going to come to you then. I'm not going to let me, I'm not, you might can't sit in front of the TV for three hours. You might can't listen to the podcast. Well, I'm going to take that excuse away from you. I'm going to come knock on your front door. I'm going to come knock on your front door. I mean your front yard. I'm around the corner. I'm down the street from the red light. I'm up the corner from the orange stove. I'm by the blue stove, two rights and the left. I'm down the street from the cold cup lady. Yep. 
who that is. That's trap. I'm around the corner from the OG sitting on a crate. I'm down the street from the two OG with that drink, the mad dog all day. Yep. Tell them come too. Tell them come too. The rest of 2023, we in the streets. Stock market in the streets. Flush it up, flip it. Turn my thing up, Tudor. All right, let's go a little further, man. All right, so this week, flush it up, flip it, man. Let's run through these 10 companies right quick. All right, man, y'all know how it go, man. Y'all ain't, if you new to it, Jose gonna put the screen up. You say it, I run with it. First one is Delta. Man, Delta Airlines is the largest airlines in the game. Listen, the stock is up like crazy this year. They got a hub here in Atlanta. Um, it's, it's not a, not that great of a company. I'm not gonna lie, but air travel is up. Jose, Delta, flush it. I'll flip it. For the short term, we're going to make some money. All right, all right. Sintas. This is the clothing people. Now, you bring your uniforms to them. They iron them. They press them. They clean them. Gray stock. Perform well. Sintas. Flush it or flip it. Huh? Oh, they still voting on Delta? Oh, so uh, they are the number one company when it comes to uh, washing your clothes, ironing your clothes, uniforms, syntax, flush it or flip it. Definitely going to flip it. Can we get 2,000 likes before the night over, y'all? Can we get two? Th just bought the VIP. Let's go, man. Just bought the VIP and ATL. Let's go, baby. I'll see you in the chat. I'll see you in the chat. I'll see you in the chat. Next company up, Fastenal. Listen, this company focuses on uh, nuts and bolts, screws, washers. Uh, when I was, if you somebody's in the construction industry, uh, in the industrial sector, Fastenal, strong company. Flush it or flip it. Huh? Let's make some more money on them, man. Hey, man, if you got your tickets to the show, man, hey, everybody in here need to have tickets to the God Doggone Tour. Everybody in here need to have tickets to the tour, man. Let's go. All right, man, Conagra brand. So this is the brand that is good for... So they make the... um. When you go into the frozen fruit section and you look for the meatless meatballs, the Slim Jim, step into the Slim Jim, they make that. They also make uh, the chickenless chicken. Listen, when you go, listen, when you go into the, the plant-based food aisle, they always got the pretty package, bruh. I'm telling you, know them, bruh. Flush it up, flip it. Nah, we gonna flush them.
Next up, man, J.P. Morgan Chase, man. Listen, it is the world's, America's largest bank with assets under management. They not they represent maybe one quarter of all deposits in America. <sighs> Strong dividend company, wealth management, underwriting. J.P. Morgan, flush it or flip it. Yeah, we gotta we gotta flip J.P. <laughs> Got to flip JP. All right, Citibank, one of the top three largest banks in America. Solid dividend company. Uh, one of the one of the six banks from the creature that helped create what we now know as the Federal Reserve. A, 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 a family that's not really talked about, but those Citibank people are one of the people that get that six percent dividend from the Federal Reserve on everything that America does. Citibank, flush it or flip it. We have flip Citibank. <laughs> BlackRock, man. BlackRock, one of the biggest investing firms in the game. They're responsible for iShares, ETFs. Also, they are responsible for Bitcoin, that Bitcoin rally that we're seeing because BlackRock is thinking about coming out with a Bitcoin ETF. BlackRock, flush it or flip it. We gonna flip BlackRock. <laughs> All right, man. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Listen, I ain't gotta talk about Amazon too much, man. Y'all know it, man. Next day delivery. We got Prime. We got movies. AWS, the biggest web service in the world. What we talking about here? Amazon Prime, flush it, Amazon, flush it or flip it. UPS. UPS is under a lot of pressure from Amazon. They also, they also are actually under pressure right now with the Teamsters Union. The truckers are striking. They saying, man, we not coming back over there. They saying the people getting paid less than $20 an hour part-time. They say they do got great medical, medical benefits because they fought for 20 years to get them. Flush it or flip it. All right, now this is going to be tricky. Old Dominion Freight. It's a carrier uh, 18-wheeler company. They travel around the world. They're one of the top five biggest freight companies in America. Traveling, logistics. Listen. 92% of the stuff in America had to come on an 18-wheeler, and some of it came from Old Dominion. Flush it or flip it. I'm a flush. I know we got a flush. All right, man, that's it for flush it or flip it. Let me see in the chat if you like it, man. Let me see in the chat if you like flush it or flip it. Let me see in the chat how you feel about flush it or flip it. Let me see it in the chat, man. Let's see it in the chat. Jose, how do you feel about flush it or flip it? Flip it. 
Let's see how they feel. Flush it up, flip it. Do we like it? <laughs> All right, let's go. Good job. Let's move it up forward, man. All right, man. This week, Certified Trapper. You know, I like to talk about a lot of the actual people who come through the the reins and the struggle and the grind of what it took to actually be successful in America. Uh, people who actually just went through it, man. People that look like us. People that that made wealth attainable for us. Uh, let's go. So this week, certified trap is none other than drum roll, please. S.B. Fuller was an American entrepreneur. He was founder and president of the Fuller Products Company, publisher of the New York Age, Pittsburgh Courier, head of the South Side Chicago NAACP, president of the National Negro Business League, and prominent black Republican. Let's get out to S.B. Fuller. This guy was such an amazing... I was doing some research on him not too long ago, man. That's what made me bring him up. You see that? You hear that? That's what made me bring him up, man. He is such an amazing entrepreneur. Um, was worth $18 million at one point in his life. For a black man, that was crazy. He was actually, at one point in time, one of the richest black men in America. Um, just had so many different ways in which he attained wealth. Entrepreneur at his finest. Um, definitely, definitely, we need to do some homework on men like this so we can understand that wealth is attainable. SB Fuller, Certified Trap of the Week. Let's salute to him. All right, let's move on. All right, man, as we go with this segment, uh, break down a brick, man. We always talk about looking at a company, breaking it down, and getting to the nitty-gritty. This week, have no roll, please. Chevron. Chevron is a integrated oil and gas company that operates and holds oil and gas value chain, including productions, uh, storage and pipeline transportation for refining, marketing, and dis distribution of oil and gas products. Let's go a little further. All right, if we look at Chevron, we see, remember Texaco? Uh, Chevron, oil drills, upstream, downstream. This is the downstream, bringing $172 billion. Upstream, bringing $63 billion. Makes up 73%, makes up 27%. Uh, operating cash flow, $196 billion. Uh, operating exploitation and taxes, $30 billion. Other income, $2 billion. Uh, let's go a little further. All right, when we look at it right here, with the sales and revenue of operating revenue, they bring in $65 million. Um, revenue from equity and affiliates, $2.46 billion. Uh, cost of sales, $46 billion. Uh, expenses, $196. And we see upstream, downstream, we talked about that. Net profit from Chevron, $111, I mean, I'm sorry, net profit, net operating profit was 17% margin, which was good. Net profit at 17%. Pre-tax profit, 23%. Income from operations, 16 million, up 24%. Gross profit, up 42 million. I love that. 
I love that. So remember when I was talking to the king, he asked a question and I said, operating margins and uh, operating margins is what we like to look at. Chevron's operating margins at 17% is growing. We like that. Let's go a little further. All right, so when we look here, we see that, uh, let's go right here, operations are alive. 54% of the operations come from international, 107 billion comes from the United States. We look at it, Chevron year to date is being underperformed by ExxonMobil. Um, 2022, ExxonMobil outperformed it by 80%. I mean, by ExxonMobil performed 80%. Chevron brought in 52%. They had a good 2022. Y'all know we made a lot of money in 2022. Um, in 2021, ExxonMobil outperformed them again. Um, 2019, they both, 2020, they both had a bad year. 2019, they outperformed. 2018, they had a bad year. 2017, Chevron outperformed. 2016, Chevron outperformed. Uh, we're looking at it. Uh, just in 2023, um, we're seeing that how they perform. Annualized return, um, one year, 11.74% Chevron, 23% in Exxon, three years, 35% Exxon, um, 22% Chevron. Let's go a little further. All right, so this year we're looking at I'm sorry, this year. This, ep this segment is brought to you by called the Well Track. Um, the Well Track is an amazing segment for me because I like to talk about, I like to talk about rappers that are not necessarily talking about killing, robbing, sex. Um, J. Cole spit a verse that I really liked. Uh, when I heard it, I was like, ooh, this is good. I was like, this is good. So let's go into the verse. It goes, still broke compared to ninjas with old money. I mean, a type of ninjas that laugh at hove money. Billionaires with petroleum and coal money. Probably kid itself if they had coal money. Talk ish, and I'ma see you like you owe money. So let's let's dig into that, right? You see, I'm still broke compared to ninjas with old money. I mean, the type of ninjas that laugh at whole money, hove money. That's heavy. That's heavy. That's heavy because we be around here flowing like we got bread. And we look like new money. But what happens when you become familiar with money and that one or two million dollars that you done made? You like, bro, that ain't really no money. And I always I always think about that because 
Yes, 100%. Being a first-generation millionaire is an amazing honor because you are now the person that is that holds the new norm and a new standard for your family. But what happens when your standard gets raised up? What happens when what you've accomplished is no longer the greatest accomplishment, but it is the tone setter for what's to come? So he says something, he said, I mean the type of ninjas that laugh at hove money. Nah, I'll keep real with you. I ain't gonna never laugh at two billion. You in a different ballpark when you start laughing at two billion dollars. You feel me? You in a different ballpark when you start laughing at $2 billion. And then he give us an explanation. I'm talking billionaires with petroleum and coal money. That's something you ain't doing with rap. Here's what I love about LeBron James. He took basketball and turned it into something. He took basketball and turned it into a billion-dollar network, and he's still in his 30s. So when he getting his 40s and 50s, you talking about, you know what I'm saying? So when we look at these, I want us to stop limiting ourselves, y'all. And then he said something that's even crazy. He said they'd probably kill himself if they had coal money. They're, like, he's saying, like, they got so much money, if they had my money, they'd look at this and like, bro, I'm about to die. Bro, what happens when your first million now becomes so much of a norm where your family look at a million dollars like, you broke? When they start looking at a million dollars like, bro, I remember, I remember, and I'm, I'm, I ain't gonna say no name. Now I was talking to a guy and he said, bro, until you get 10 million, bro, you walking on eggshells. Say until you get 10 million, you walking on eggshells. I say, what? See, yeah, man, until you get 10 million, what you doing? Yo, that changed my whole perspective. That changed my whole perspective. And I started asking myself, and I'm gonna just keep it real with you. And it wasn't Ross. Wasn't Ross? Wasn't Ross? I'll keep it real. If it was Ross, I'll give him, I'll give him his, I'll give him his props. But I heard it a couple years before. If Ross said it, I said, yo, if you, if you got 10 million, you walking on eggshells. I said, ooh. But that's a different type of life. That's a different type of capacity. When you start looking at like a million, you start realizing like you can really go through a million. Like you can really go through a million if you 
blink your eyes two times and click your heels, the million can be gone. The IRS can hit you for, I paid 1.1 million in taxes last year. I paid 1.1 million in taxes last year. And I was like, oh, that what he meant. I said, that what he meant. That when he hit me. I said, that what he meant. I get it now. Because as you raise the quality of your life, and you don't even got to do it in drastic ways, just incrementally. Not even going out your way, just, yo, I want to live a different way. I want to do a couple of things a little bit different. If you don't pay attention, you've been on blue a million quick. So I want you to set your heights. I want you to set your heights on, yep, I want to be a first generation millionaire but I ain't stopping at a million. That's why some of the times I be posting, I be putting stuff on here, like these people selling stocks for 200, and, they selling $208 million worth of stock. And that's about to bring me into my wise word from the OG. Listen to me, y'all. These people selling 200 and something million dollars worth of stock and they still got stock in the market. I want you to stop having five and 10 shares of a company and talking about taking profit. Set your goals bigger. Set your goals bigger. My goal is to get 100 shares, but it's only so I can see the 100 shares so I can go get 500. My goal is to get 500 so I can go get 1,000. My goal is to get 1,000 so I can go get 2,000. The goal is to grow. We got to get rid of that limited mindset. Trap, I'm about to sell my stock because I want to take profit. Why? I want to sell and get back in. Why? What are we doing? Simmering in the pit of our existence is a hunger for more, a hunger for better, a thirst for overflow, a thirst for wealth. And we can quench that thirst only if we take a sip. But the overflow looks different to us all. The possibilities that we do know that exist only emerge when we raise the bar on what we deserve. The problem we have is we can't, art, we can't properly articulate what we deserve because we haven't first described our worth. We got to build that infrastructure before you can build like I was in Aruba and I was on the villa and it was building the villa next to me and I realized before they put the villa up they had to draw some piles real real deep in the ground it's the infrastructure it's the infrastructure once you look at those piles they had about 40 of them what are the 40 principles that it take to put this in, to put this villa on? If you were empire, what are the principles that it take to make sure the empire don't collapse? What's the moat around the empire so that the enemy can't 
take down the empire? What's the moat around your empire so that bad spending habits don't take down the empire? What's the moat around your empire so that toxic relationships don't take down what you built? What's the moat around your wealth empire so that family members messing with the wrong people don't bring down what the pillars are, what's the infrastructure on the wealth empire that you're trying to build? Because the minute you're gone, everything you work for will go away if you don't have infrastructure. I'm building something now and I'm keep telling myself like, yo, I need to have like, I want to have like two, three more kids and I want to teach my daughter because I'm already thinking to myself, what is the infrastructure that I'm hot trying to build? How do I make them millionaires before I leave? And then how do I start teaching them about money? How do I start teaching them about investing? How do I start teaching them about business? How do I start teaching them about who they black selves are so they can have data and information and a playbook? Infrastructure. Stock market in the streets. And then after we raise the bar, we build a strong belief reservoir of why we deserve it. All right, let's backtrack a little bit more, right? Let's backtrack a little bit more. The possibilities look different to all of us, but we know they do exist. But they will only emerge when we raise the bar on what we deserve. What we deserve. And after we raise the bar, we have to build a belief reservoir of why we deserve it. Yo, we got to realize that we deserve this life and then we got to tell ourselves why we deserve this life and we got to keep reminding ourselves that we deserve the life and the reason why we got to keep reminding ourselves we deserve the life because there's a bunch of distractions that is coming to tell us down. Because when you're building something up, oh, I got one, Jose. I got one, Jose. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Watch me. Daniel told, I'm sorry. Joseph told his brothers the dream he had about prosperity and they hated on it. Joseph told his brothers the dream about prosperity and they hated on him. How you got that dream? How you got that vision? How you got that sight? Where you get that from? You think you better than us. You don't deserve that dream. And so you telling your dream to the people around you, thinking they love you, thinking they smiling in front of your face, but the whole while they plotting on your demise because your vision ain't their vision. Your vision ain't their vision. That vision ain't come to them. That vision came to you. Stop trying to convince the people around you of that. So what did I say? You got to build a reservoir, a belief reservoir around you on why you deserve it. You telling the people that you deserve it, trying to convince yourself and them 
Worry about installing the belief in yourself and don't worry about if they believe you or not. My family probably ain't believe me in the beginning. I'm not saying they did or they didn't, but here's what they did believe me. Once they saw it in action and I spoke with conviction, at that point, they had no choice but to believe that I was doing work. I'm not saying they didn't believe in me. I'm saying I ain't wasted time trying to convince them when I was still trying to build up the belief in me. I was still trying to make myself realize that I'm worthy of it. I was still putting the play in motion. Once I put the play in motion and my family saw the play in motion, then when I came told them about it, they were like, yep, we rocking. You're trying to convince the people around you when you ain't really bought into it yourself. I can't get my cousin to believe in what I'm doing because it ain't working 100% for me yet. But once it start working 100% for me, I can now speak to him with conviction and I can show him what's going on in my life. At that point, he can't do numbers, said, put me on. I'm with it. I believe. And I need you all to do the same thing. We must then validate the beliefs with a definite purpose. Infrastructure. Infrastructure. First, we look at the possibilities. Then we build a reservoir, a deep reservoir of belief around us. And then we raise the belief and then we validate the belief with a definite purpose. What's the purpose? Why am I doing it? Why am I doing it? Why is a must that I do it? But furthermore, why can't I turn back? Why can't I turn back? I can't turn back because my daughter deserves a better life. My daughter deserves the best version of me. My daughter deserves, and then my mama deserves, my family deserves, Then my community deserve. So every day I wake up like, how can I get better for my people, myself, my daughter, my mama, my family, my community, my trappers, because they need to deserve it. People like, Trap, you in a room, bro. I felt like I was in a room with you. You wasn't trying to show off. You were so grateful because when I first walked through the door, I started crying. I thought when I first walked in the door, I had some tears in my eyes. I said, damn, I got a villa in Aruba. Damn. I was in awe. I'm walking on the floor like, damn, I can see the ocean from the floor underneath me. Damn. Immediately, I thought about sleeping in a crack house, in the mattress, on the side, with the pistol, everybody in there smoking, I'm serving in a rube, but I ain't even know if it exists. I ain't never even heard of a rube at that time, cuz. Heard Hawaii. Wasn't even on my list though. A rube. I ain't never had even heard of it. But here I am. I slept outside in a rube. And I let the wind put me to sleep and I cried outside I was grateful I validated the beliefs 
with a definite purpose. And so when I went live in Aruba, every day I went live in Aruba, I was like, somebody got to see this. It wasn't even me trying. It was like, yo, somebody else got to see this. Somebody got to see this. I'm jumping in the ocean, scared of death. The current moving me. I'm like, somebody got to see this because I need somebody to see this and say, yo, yup, yup, that's on my list, trap. Yup, you jumped in that water trap? Yup, the current, the current took me away. Yup, I did it again. You know why? I was in disbelief. I was in disbelief. But I want you to put yourself in a position in this world where everything that you think of is possible. You can go get it. I didn't have no plans for my birthday, y'all. I was on Instagram and I saw the lady post it. I said, what is that? I went, clicked the thing and I went, I said, I'm going there. I want you to get to a life where you can do that. I don't never really have no plans. When I see it, I do it, I go. And here's the thing. Once I understood it was attainable for me, I know it's attainable for you because I ain't no better than you. I come from what you come from. I've been through what you've been through. I experienced what you experienced. So if I can do it, I'm telling you, you can do it. And my, my, I'm just crazy enough to believe that all of us can achieve it. For some reason, I'm just crazy enough to believe that all of us can achieve it. I'm just crazy enough to believe that this stock market can print so much money for all of us that we all can do it. I'm just crazy enough to believe that this stock market can make all of us multi-millionaires if we have the patience to learn the game. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we can expand the things that we see possible. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we can be resourceful enough to use the tools that's in front of us. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we all can prevail in life. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we all can live the life of our dreams. I'm just crazy enough to believe that the stock market can make all of us not just uh, millionaires, but generational millionaires. I'm just crazy enough to believe that this market can print so much money that our kids will never know what poverty is. I'm just crazy enough to believe that our kids won't go to college. We can pay for college through the stock market. I'm just crazy enough to believe that all of us can clear our debt by printing money in this stock market because it don't care how much debt we got. I'm just crazy enough to believe that all of us can learn how to use better with our money. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we can switch our dynamic on how we see life. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we all can turn our last names to asset. I'm just crazy enough to believe that one day we can probably stop killing each other because now we got the tools on how to make money. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we can get all the crack and the cocaine and the heroin out our communities that the white people in America has put in our community because we ain't had no, I'm just crazy enough to believe that we can up the taxes in our community by paying it, by printing money in the stock market and we get better education for our kids. I'm just crazy enough to believe that we can buy back all our neighborhoods by using money in the stock market and turn those bandos into house, affordable houses. I'm just crazy enough to believe. I'm just crazy enough to believe.
I'm just crazy enough to believe it. I'm just crazy enough to believe it. And maybe that's my weakness. Maybe that's my downfall. Melton was crazy enough to believe it. Martin was crazy enough to believe it. Sojourner Truth was crazy enough to believe it. I'm just crazy enough to believe it. And in no way, form, or fashion am I comparing myself to them, but I just know they was crazy enough to believe it. So I'm just crazy enough to believe it. Shabbat Wall Street Trapping, man. Welcome to another episode of Trapping Tuesdays. Episode 51 is for the books. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all, man. Listen, get your tickets to the tour, man. The recession tour, man. It will be like no other tour. It will be like no other show. I promise you that. And if you know me, you know I ain't never lied to y'all. Get your tickets, man. Recession tour. We on, we on the way. Listen, everybody, go to Apple Podcasts right now. Download as many episodes of Trapping Tools as you can, and then follow me on there. Follow me on threads. We putting up a lot of videos on this Wall Street Look Like Us Not Network. Let's get the likes up on these videos that we putting up. Check out the Wall Street Travel YouTube page too. I've been doing a lot of teaching over there lately. New Orleans. I'm in the city tomorrow, 615. Holla at your boy. Come out, Shakespeare Park. Houston, Thursday, we there. Dallas, Friday, we there. LA, Saturday, we there. We back for Trapping Tuesday. Wednesday, Philly. Thursday, B More. Friday, Chicago. Saturday, New York. We come back home. Trapping Tuesday. We take a break. We on tour. We got a tour, man. Breeze of the ball. I got you with your chicken dinner, man. I love y'all. Good night, man.